Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town today. I know that there is a little bit of the white stuff hanging around out mm-hmm. there and a little bit of cold weather, a lot bit of cold weather. Supposed to be fairly decent today, so I thought, hey, you know what, Master Gardeners, this is a good time. Joyce and Kim back in the studio with me. How are you doing? Hi, Lisa. Wonderful. But what about this uh, snow that has covered up the gardens? And people are like, "Why are you going to talk to Master Gardeners about?" And I'm like, "We can have total conversations about well, things that have happened and things that are going to be happening inside." Yes, we can. But you know, it's really it's it's hard to take how early this winter started. At least it is for me. I wasn't ready. Just fast. The, the day before it snowed, we just kind of finished raking. Literally that yeah. afternoon. And the leaves were already wet and cold. And in, in North Mankato, you can get them to the curb. And we thought, no, no, not going to get this covered up in snow. Been mm-hmm. there and done that. Mm-hmm. So we hauled them out. And it was a really good thing. Because mm-hmm. the city was trying to pick up leaves. Yeah. But once they freeze down, there's not much they can do. Yeah. You know. We mowed all ours. And, uh, well, I shouldn't say all of them. Because, like, last time we talked, I, li- I leave some around the perimeter because we have a wetland there. Mm-hmm. But I mowed a bunch um, in the middle of the yard to create some leaf mulch to mm-hmm. put it in the raised beds. And um, I might have left half the pile in the yard. So I probably have a little dead spot in my grass. So it's there. Yeah. I, I actually did all the, I don't have trees because, you know, I'm in a newer development. And so I have the leaves from other people's trees that blow into my Good. yard. I ended up uh, mulching those with the lawnmower and use those for the raised beds as well. And then I have a friend who's husband dutifully every year brings me a gigantic leaf bag full Yay. of their leaves because if, in case I don't have enough, which yeah. um, he he uh, chops up for me and delivers mm-hmm. them to me. And that's what I put and I cover my beds with. I did get all of that done. I felt really accomplished. I also yeah. took my roses. That I was going to ask about okay, those. So the rose, How are they doing? The rose story is I took them. I bent the canes kind of in half because you're not supposed to like prune them this yep. time of year. I bent them in half, I tied them together, I covered them with chicken wire and shoved a bunch of um, like organic oat straw that Good. I got from the farm in and around and protected everything. So everything is as protected as it's going to get. They're tucked yeah. in for the winter. Yeah, and I did actually think about that. Like, oh, I'm kind of tucking these guys in. Yeah. Well, you yeah, know, the one good. thing about snow, snow is a good insulator, yeah. though, because like yeah. I have a rose bush. Uh, right next to our front step and of course when we shovel that off we just just shovel it right into the flower bed mm-hmm. and i've got also some chrysanthemums growing on the other side of the step and i never do anything with them i mean i don't mo- do anything besides we shove snow on them and in the spring they pop up and they bloom everything's I mean, fine right? everything's mm-hmm. fine so snow really is a good insulator it's just that there's so many downsides <laughs> you know in terms know. of driving and slipping on ice and everything else but it's part of nature, and I, you know, I probably just need to get over it and accept the fact that I have chose to live here in, in Minnesota. So, you know. <laughs> On these months, and we, then we we can't garden. I always look to things like, okay, well, this is the quiet time for us, supposedly people that grow, them. but it's not. My <laughs> it's brain not. is busy with seed catalogs are coming in. It's like November; yeah. they start. Yeah, and they just start popping up, and I see uh, the different things that I want to order, and then I start thinking, well, I need to go through my journals, and I need to start looking at what I've learned in the past year, what I'm going to grow again, what didn't work so well for me, all of those type of things. We were talking before we even got on air today about tomatoes and how many we need or don't need. (laughs) Or want. Or want. (laughs) Desire, yep. But I think one of the things that I learned this year is, hey, you know what? I grew 
uh, a lot of different types, especially in the cherry tomato variety. And there, I don't probably need that many because some of them were not any better than the others. And I finally figured out what my favorite uh, varieties are, flavors. And, that's good. And so I think that's kind of where I'm going to go next year and focus on that. I don't know. Do you do the same thing, Joyce? You've been gardening longer than me. So oh, you know, you I guess tried and true? I have. I kind of. I would have to say I kind of have my tried and true. Okay. And, I, and I've finally gotten around to realizing there's some things that we should just stop growing because if I'm the only one that wants to use it and the garden is too big, it, it and you it's it's easy to give stuff away, but sometimes it's like I'm exhausted, and so I'm picking these and give. You know, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, I always tell my friends, if you want to come and pick it, yeah. like if I see you out in the garden, then you have my permission to be there. Yeah. Sometimes well, plants get their walking papers or yeah. like their eviction notice in our garden. Because yeah. it's like, if it's too much work and it's maybe like something that I'm pushing the zone on or it's really struggling because it's not in the right spot, I might move it. I might right. give it another try, but... What's I enjoy gardening I might compost so much. It. <laughs> like I've said it a bunch of times. My my garden's kind of like a science experiment. Some most summers where I just try something and like Joyce, it's it comes over time and it's just that's the part of the fun for me is figuring that out and that's mm-hmm. I think what my successes and failures were this year was what I learned in those science experiments. Right. Yeah. One thing that that definitely I have learned over the years is what kind of green beans to plant that, oh, okay. that produce the best. Spill the beans. Yeah. yeah, really, they, and they and they um, produce the best. They freeze beautifully, and we usually what we've gotten around to is the the Blue Lake um, oh. green beans. Is that a bush bean? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bush mm-hmm. bean. They're prolific producers. You can, you know, you, you don't even have to plant a very long row, and you can get so many. I've got a freezer full of green beans, and the fact of the matter is, we do use them up. Yeah, they're yeah. so wonderful, and they yeah. taste. You just blanch them, you know, for like a minute and, and put them on cookie sheets and freeze them. Um, There's bag nothing them better. And they actually, they taste not as good as fresh, but darn close. And Is this going to be on the Wilcox well, table well, later this week? Oh, or? yes, yeah. definitely. definitely. Okay. That's kind of one of the standards. But, you know, I think sometimes, well, why are you freezing all those green, green beans? Because we eat them. They're, and they're such a good vegetable, especially if you're... Smart enough to not get the salt shaker out. You mm. can. There's a lot of other herbs, especially dill. Oh, dilled green beans. Oh my goodness, they are wonderful. That sounds good. Garlic, does. fresh garlic with green beans. It just, it is wonderful. You can add a lot of things like bacon bits and, and almonds, and, but you really don't have to. And you can get a really, really good product. But of course, for Thanksgiving, we're going to have green bean casserole. I mean, it. You know, we have to. You got to have that, have to. right? Yeah. With the green beans from the yeah, garden. From the garden, I and it that. really is. Uh, and plus, I was just noticing in the grocery store yesterday. A bag of green beans comparable to like one bag that I'm putting in the freezer was three dollars and eighty nine cents. Oh wow! Which, one. How much do you think your seed packet cost, and oh. how many seeds did you get? Well, no. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I <laughs> shop. I shop starting for seeds. Start starting in January. Some of yeah. the local big box stores, which I don't always recommend for buying seeds. If you watch what you're getting and look at the brand and stuff. If you're only paying 19 cents for a seed mm-hmm. packet, you can you can buy five. You don't need some of the seeds are really expensive, but mm-hmm. if you know what you're looking for and start early, you can get some really good deals. If you let those go to seed and save the seeds, oh, 
I'm it's like an endless that. cycle. <laughs> yeah, it's an endless That's your cycle. closed circle right there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I know that I brought in, and I got I got all the yard work done, I was telling you, but I brought in my um, my Christmas bulbs. Uh, I have amaryllis. I have about, mm, I think about six of them. Okay. That's and awesome. I, I got them to bloom twice. They bloomed last holiday. And then again, and I think it was like June or July or something like that, outside they bloomed and they were gorgeous. And then everything died back, of course. And I just kind of left them alone. They were, I mean, I thought they were, they were on my patio, but they were kind I guess they were shaded by like a bush uh, a little bit. But now that they're inside, I don't know what to. When did you bring them in? Oh, I brought them in before. Like August? No. Okay. No, later than that. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> well, you're busted, Lisa. Uh, no. You're fine. You know, some people. I I personally haven't done this, but some people have amaryllis that they've passed on from generation to generation. They will amaryllis bulbs will survive for a hundred years. Okay, yeah. they if yeah, yours will be fine. In, in, as long as you don't you know abuse them too much. But the, getting them to bloom twice a year is is I never I don't. To me, that's not. I want them at Christmas time. Right. So I don't. I right. don't worry that much about it. But um, if you take them outside and take care of them and bring them back in and watch your light and and your fertilizing and your watering, you can you can make them come back to life. So what do I do right now? Then they're in pots. So what I read, what I was reading about them too, when I was researching about them, was that you know they don't. They need only a short frame of dormancy cold dormancy Mm -hmm. right so like when i talk about august you can bring them in and they can just go into a dark place in your corner in your basement joyce's refrigerator or my refrigerator yes (laughs) yep i told um my better half that we need like a whole nother refrigerator just for your bulbs and stuff anything gardening yeah i mean that's nuts but yeah all my lily seeds well i don't think it's that nuts i have there's yeah. two of us, and I have two refrigerators. I love that. Well, even because... But is your second refrigerator all garden stuff? Well, for the most part. Yeah. You know, oh, it, oh, it's, there you go. It's, um, you know, I've got my bulbs that I'm forcing in there, and I've got my produce from the garden. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had a wonderful, I talked about this, wonderful carrot crop this year, and we do freeze some carrots, but carrots will keep in the refrigerator if you have them packaged correctly um, for five six months yeah and they absolutely are perfect to use they don't nothing goes wrong they don't rot you have to be careful but you they have to be wiped off they right can't, you can't wash them ahead of time just wipe them off yeah have some air uh circulation in the bag some holes kind of like in the app when we used to get apples and there were like little holes punched yes. in the bag that you need that same kind of aeration okay yep. and uh they will keep that's good to know for five for six because i've got my carrots in the fridge right now from the farm Waiting. Yeah. So, so with these okay, so amaryllis. The, so, what I would recommend, like, I think, and even you can even have a little bit of frost get on them, and some leaves will die off as they come into the cold dormancy. That's okay. That's normal. Mm-hmm. They're the all the energy is going back down into the bulb, right? Yeah. So then, what you can do is you wait that time period now, um, and I think it's about what is it, six to eight weeks. And sometimes they bloom a little sooner. Sometimes they bloom a little later. Um, but you can bring it up from wherever it is, if it's in the basement or wherever you put it to store it for the last. It's cold dormancy, okay? I'm not going to call you out on the radio. It's it's <laughs> pro- it's my house. It's probably not as cold as it should be. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Let's play with it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Tell me. You will. We'll talk Next about time. this later. What happens? <laughs> so bring them up. 
give them a good drink of water, like the most you would ever give them. You can even, I think you can even, what I would do is take some of that, remove some of that old soil that's around it. Mm -hmm. Is it in a pot? It's in a terracotta. Yeah, they like to be hugged, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. So um, take like, not half, let's say like a third of the soil off and put some new soil around it. Okay. Give it a good soak. Like put it in the sink and let the water kind of run out of it. Okay. That's really key to like... Bring it hey, back wake to life. Up. Like, Good morning. You know? Yeah, here we are. So, okay. and then just kind of water it off and on so that it the soil doesn't dry out. Um, and then it should be about. Should it have light? Should, we be, should I put, yeah, put, put a light on it? If I, I think don't? you don't want direct sunlight. Okay. But you can put it on a window seal or windowsill um, if you would like. But okay. dr- sunlight, but not dire- I don't think direct. No, you wouldn't want it in a direct like a south window more okay. filtered light yeah i, think is I have the, no direct sunlight coming into my house i feel like it's <laughs> perfect for amaryllis then. yeah i guess so we're gonna see what happens <laughs> we're gonna put them back out we're gonna see what happens yeah do they need to be fertilized i think you can give them some fertilizer a high phosphorus fertilizer but i think yeah. usually after okay. it blooms right well once you're trying to get it to develop back into you want that root system to stay strong you 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 want to um uh, some fertilizer not like not like a bloom booster, not something okay. that high in phosphorus, but but your basic household miracle grow, if you will. Okay. You should probably use that. Hmm. All right. Well, we're going to cross our fingers and try this. I can't uh, wait to hear how this I turns know. out for you. Check with me next month. Our master <laughs> gardener is in studio, Joyce and Kim, and we're talking about uh, a little bit of holiday flower care. Uh, this is the time where we're going to start seeing a lot of like the poinsettias or poinsettias, however yeah. you pronounce it, coming out into the stores. Uh, Christmas cactus. I know my mom has one of those that's been around forever. What kind of care are we looking at with these? Well, with the Christmas cactus, again, it's another plant. Those are actually... Um, native to uh jungle you know mm-hmm. so so there but people have christmas cactuses that have been passed on for 100 old, years old 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 yeah. old they would they basically will last forever and with a christmas cactus the biggest reason that people don't have success is they overwater them mm-hmm. and they they need to have kind of a a, a jungle like uh climate if you will but it, what what most people find the most success with if you have a Christmas cactus once it turns summer if you will, put it outside in a shaded area maybe even under a tree if that works out or in a in a porch where it gets it needs to get light but no hot sunlight okay. it will actually get sunburn the the, mm-hmm. the leaves will scald oh and it, being a thick cactus you would think well how could right. that possibly happen but it will happen so they mm-hmm. want to be shaded and it's the Shade and the, the, the amount of the hours of, of light in the day that f- tells them, hey, it's time to start blooming. And with the, you know, we call them Christmas cactus, but there are actually these three different kinds. Some are Christmas, some are Thanksgiving, and some are Easter. Right, and, and different shaped leaves, right? And the leaves are, are a little different. They're all absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, the sunlight and the temperature is what controls when, they, when you make them start to bloom. Okay. And you never want to have a Christmas cactus in a direct south window. Never. Okay. They want filtered sunlight, and um, the, you'll have their, their kind, the biggest reason that they they I think that they don't bloom or people ha- don't have success is that they um, not enough uh, fertilizer and and inappropriate watering, and mm-hmm. usually people are watering too much. And they like to be tight in their pots too, like and they right, like to out? be. They like to be sort of root bound, and you don't want to really repot more than 
every three years. Now, that seems like that sounds crazy, but that's really what they they really want to be root bound. So they really don't want that much soil. Mm -hmm. So you do when you fertilize, you fertilize lightly. You would never give them like bloom booster. Never. Okay. No. Because you would probably kill the plant. They did like burn it. Yeah. They so they're you know they're. You know, in the in the I guess in the old days, you know, our grandmas and stuff had these cactus. They never even paid attention to them. They'd water just ignored them, ignored it, ignored yeah. it, and they would be just these huge blooms. Um, and some of some of what the difference in the cactus we have now is they've been hybridized for you know to make different colors and to force them to bloom at different times and that kind of thing. And I think the, those old traditional ones might have been a little easier to grow i'm not mm-hmm. i'm just that's just my, i'm just saying that i'm just guessing that because it seems like they had been ignored for years and they still kept blooming right my mother had one that why ruin a good thing right? she, yeah i don't I, I don't know if she ever watered it i mean it was it was, it was beautiful <laughs> completely it ignored was, it was beautiful your um, mom's right up my alley with not watering in the house plants yeah, it's very hard Guilty. uh we've got a, about three minutes left here we want to talk a little bit about forcing um bulbs for spring bloom um, because we should be thinking about that now. What do we need to know? Well, what you need to know is get to the store yet today. If you okay. if you want to, I was at uh, one of our local garden centers about a week ago, and they had bulbs like twenty five percent off. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to name any names because we're not supposed to do that, but you can figure it out. <laughs> <coughs> and what you forcing bulbs is really really easy. The best if you're a novice at this, the best thing to do is to buy daffodils. Yeah. You plant them in a pot just like if you were planting them in the ground. and then. You, but what you do then is you put them in the sink completely, you know, pour water till the water runs through. Yep. Put the whole thing in a plastic like a glad bag. Punch some holes in the top for a little air circulation. Put it in your refrigerator. But you need to, <laughs> seriously, you need to do it now. This is where, now? That this is where the refrigerator in. comes in. Yeah. You need to do it now and it, they need to be in that cold period for about four months. And then they're going to come up in your refrigerator. Once you see them start to come up, just bring them out into a sunny window or a sunny place. They don't have to be in direct sunlight, but they they grow faster if they are. And all of a sudden, before Easter, you're going to have daffodils blooming in a pot. In, I in love a pot. It. And it's wonderful. Bring I've some been sunshine I've in. been doing it for years, and I sometimes I do tulips. I didn't this year because daffod or daffodils. You can reuse the bulbs. You yeah. can re replant them outside or replant them in a pot again and force them another time. Tulips aren't that hardy. Tulips generally you can only force once, and you will need to discard the bulbs. Mm-hmm. But right now the bulbs, if you can find them, um, you know, and I would call around town and ask who might have them. Big box stores might have them, Online. and I, I know a couple of the big hardware mm-hmm. store type places have them. Prices are really good, but I'd call before you go and buy them. But today is the day to do it. You're running out of time. You need okay. to get this done before before Thanksgiving. I feel called out. I do, too. I feel like uh, frantic a little bit, like i got to get to That's the store it, now. Yeah. Well, and go online, too, because there's a bunch of places that had like 40% off online. It's um, a good time to just, buy, yep. right? It but, really is. But then you need to wait for the shipping. and Yeah. It, yeah. It's, I think it's better to... Well, I, I've If always, you can get them now, get them now. If you get them now, yep. I always... And I do advocate trying to buy local if okay. you can. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they're they're wonderful. I've got 
I've got pictures I can share with you on my phone of my last last yes. year's daffodils. And it makes you, especially with these ridiculous springs we've had when it's <laughs> yeah. like 40 degrees the 1st of May and you've got daffodils blooming in the house. It's kind of it's kind of cool. That's nice. Oh, love these chats, especially as we head towards the winter months and uh, we're not growing anything outside, but maybe inside there are things that you can do. Uh, we will uh, look forward to next month yeah. with Joyce and Kim, our master gardeners today. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks, Thank you. Lisa.